getting back to the roots with the original song, Remixed. You like this one? I've, I, I like this one. This one's jamming. Welcome back to a, another episode of Classroom Brew, the podcast that feels a lot like it's, it's teacher happy hour in recorded form, where if, if we don't laugh about it, we're going to cry about it. Uh, I do want to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters, Sabrina, Leo, Melinda, Cindy, and Lish. Really appreciate you guys. Huge shout out to you guys for supporting the podcast. Uh, if you guys would like to also support Classroom Brew, there is some merch in it for you and also bonus content. So we had a couple bonus episodes uh, coming up recently. We had some that came up recently and the uh, recap audio went into the regular feed, but those bonus episodes are available exclusively on Patreon. Now, for our purposes today, I'll, I'll be honest, this episode's coming out on a Thursday. Right now, it's, it's 7 o'clock at night on a Wednesday, so we're doing one of those uh, last-minute recordings because I just didn't have a window to record like I usually do. Uh, normally, it would be a weekend thing. We just didn't have that time. So here I am in the, uh, the voiceover studio getting you an episode. At the time of the election, by the way, some people asked why I didn't cover that in there. Uh, and if you listen to the whole thing, I mentioned that it was being recorded before the election. And um, the funny thing about uh, the election is that I, I posted some stuff related to, to, to Joe Biden winning because I think, I'm going to take a drink of this Corona, that life as a teacher has gotten significantly harder uh, under the Trump administration, particularly with um, the Department of Ed. Now, when I posted that, all in good fun, by the way, um, I, I had lost like a, a dozen followers like in an hour or so. And I was like, what's going on here? And um, just out of curiosity, I clicked on some of the profiles and they're for sure people that were upset because maybe they themselves were people that didn't want Biden to win or people that voted for Trump. And that's fine. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clarify, if someone is, someone disagrees with me politically, that, that doesn't bother me. Now, if it's something that comes down to like a, a fanboy, so there's a difference between voting different than somebody, but then someone that just is, is super gung-ho for a particular candidate on, on either side of the spectrum. So like, I, if someone votes for a candidate I didn't vote for, that's fine. But it seems like a different animal when there's fanboys that literally are like, Trump can do no wrong, those kinds of things. So in response to the, uh, the lost followers, I guess I'm not even sure how they were following me to begin with. You know, like. You know, were the, were the Betsy DeVos memes, were, were those not an indicator to you that maybe we might disagree on a few things? Or I guess maybe there's there are people that voted for Trump that didn't like DeVos. I'm sure that that's a thing. I think I saw a couple comments, not a comment hero, but someone that said, uh, I'm not happy with the results of the election, but as a teacher, I'm happy about DeVos likely being out uh, shortly after uh, Biden's inauguration. That I understand, truly. I just, I just don't realize... Like, didn't you notice like the, the landscape of what I was posting? Not that I'm super political on, on Instagram or, or Twitter, but like, did you just think I was a meme factory? Like, did you know there's a podcast attached to that Instagram account? As a matter of fact, it's just an Instagram account attached to a podcast. It's not the other way around. But I think that's where most of my followers uh, lie. In. Like they might check out an episode or two, but I feel like a lot of my Instagram followers, unfortunately, uh, we'll never hear this, for example. Or maybe they've caught a few episodes here or there. That's great. But I thought that was interesting uh, when it came to uh, the the election and the results of uh, people people that didn't like the posts that I had. 
So, you know, you can't satisfy everybody. That's fine. No big thing. L- luckily, nobody was like sending anything uh, that was rude or anything like that. They just decided, you know, it's not for me. That's fine. But I just don't like, how did you find me? That's what, that's what my big, uh, the crux of my argument right now is. So uh, this week was interesting because we had, uh, we've got a few different updates to let you know about. We got an update from the barrister, and I did not read that email on purpose. I'm going to read it as I record this episode. So that I'm very excited about. And uh, Rihanna, actually, who's been on an episode in the past, uh, she actually sent us a comment hero for this week. So very excited for that one coming up. And my favorite part uh, is that I got an email from, there's apparently a tall scholarship, and I I have a a class of seniors right now, so we're doing scholarships and college applications and things like that, even though they probably should be doing that when they're juniors, but they're having it, they're doing it now, whatever. Anyways, and the scholarship was like, if you're over six foot two and a male, you can apply to this scholarship. And if you're over five foot 11 and female, you can also apply. So I guess it's good that they've got, they have a male and female version, different categories, because that seems like something that should be uh, distinguished. But here's, here's why I'm skeptical. It's not just because I'm only 6'1", or maybe I'm 6 foot. Maybe, I think I'm 6'1". Last time I went to the doctor, 6'1". So we're going to go with that. I wouldn't qualify. I think only two of my kids uh, would qualify right now. But the, the thing that really had me kind of distrusting of the email, I'm sure it's a real scholarship, by the way. I'm, I'm fucking around right now. But the, the guy was the chairman, the guy that was emailing everybody to let them know about the height scholarship. <laughs> the height scholarship. But he didn't in his email signature. He was the chairman. And I don't know about you, but if I'm applying to a scholarship and the only criteria is that you have to be tall, your height has to be in the, your email signature. Your height has to be in your email signature. There's no way I'm trusting you if your height is not in your email signature and you're a scholarship for kids that are tall. You need it in there. Otherwise, I don't trust you. So I don't know, maybe the guy is seven foot two and you don't need to because everybody, I don't know who the person was, but I thought that was interesting. I was like, yeah, I'll send my carrier pigeons to get it up to those six foot two and taller kids. The only way we can reach them. They're so high up there. I've got a different view. They won't be able to hear me if I tell them. So the height scholarship. I don't know. If you've heard of this, let me know. If you were a height scholarship award winner, a winner of the scholarship, recipient of the scholarship, I'd love to know more. So you can reach me, classroombrew at gmail.com, or you can just tweet me or uh, send me a DM on uh, Instagram at classroombrew, no spaces. Yeah, the height scholarship. I thought that was interesting. That one I loved. Could you imagine, by the way, a plot? Oh, I'm really tall and, um, you know, I've, co- I've overcome a lot in my life. This is like a personal statement. I've overcome a lot in my life, but height was never one of them. You know, I've been challenged academically in my time, but never vertically. That's where we're at. The height scholarship, man. That's pretty cool. I wish I had those scholarship opportunities. I feel like they need to have a neat, like those of us that are between 5'11 and 6'1. That should be a scholarship in itself. Uh, so that I'm, that I'm very excited for. I want to know how they pitched that, by the way. How do they pitch that? You know what we need for the... For the kids that aren't exactly going to get a college, a full-ride scholarship to college on a basketball scholarship or football scholarship, anything that requires height, maybe they're a tight end, 
or they're a power forward. We just need it for the, the kids that they're tall and have nothing else going for them physically. That's where we're at. That's cool, though. I sent it to the six kids I know that are, are tall as shit. Hopefully they get it. I don't know what else goes along with that. I didn't see an essay requirement. That would be fun to write a personal statement for, for the height scholarship. You know, I've always had big dreams. You could even say tall dreams. Yeah! Shortest one yet. Get it? Shortest one yet. Yeah! Anyways, uh, I think that's a great segue for us. Sorry. To go into our, our, our comment hero of the week. Welcome to the comment hero of the week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. All right, so... Uh, and if you have a, a comment hero that you notice, and again, this is someone that they could be a genuine hero or they could be an asshole. So if you have a comment here, you can send us to us uh, at uh, classroombrew at gmail.com. You can send us a DM on Instagram at classroombrew. Tweet us. You can DM us on Twitter, whatever's easiest for you. Now, it can be a screenshot. You can describe it if you want. Uh, screenshots are the best because then I can actually see what it is uh, from the hero's mouth. Like that one? And again, thank you, Rihanna, for sending me this because it, it makes it makes it that much more fun when I'm getting stuff from you guys in return, not just me. Uh, it, we, it's a democracy, this podcast. So this is, this is good. Now, this one, I, I really I liked this one because this one's going to be a genuine comment hero, even though on the surface, it's going to look like they're being an ass. The article itself, this is from uh, Edmonton, so we're in, we're in uh, Canada for this one. While battling a fire, a three-year-old boy was found dead following a house fire west of Edmonton. Now, that's obviously a very sad article, so that, that's not what we're, we're going after right now. Obviously, condolences to the family. But there was this guy, and he is our comment hero, named Michael B. We're not going to put his actual name in there. Now, was this the best uh, situation to, to do this, what he did right here, because he's being facetious? I don't know, because it's, it's an article about the, the unfortunate death of a child. But Michael B. went for it. And he said, OMG, enough with the fear-mongering. Fires are very rare, and most people survive them. Now, he's being facetious. He even says later on in the comments, because everyone was appalled by this, like saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, this is the single dumbest thing I've seen an adult utter in the last week, and there's been a lot of dumb things online. The next person, you, sir, are a loose cannon. People are outraged by this man. But Michael B. was doing something here. And he responded by clarifying, I was just doing my best right-wing fake news impression. So, Michael B., I don't know if this was the right uh, format, timing, article, comment section to be a hero and make this statement about a fake news fanboy, uh, or fangirl too, it's not, not just uh, the boys out there. But you, sir, I, I guess we, we tip our hat, you know, from the sidelines at you for being our comment hero of the week. Comment hero of the week. So hopefully that gives you a little bit more uh, satisfaction and reward than the actual response that you got in that comment section. Because that 
was, for me, my heart sunk, and that's not even me, but I see what he was going for. So I, I hope he finds another article to try it on to be a little bit more successful in the future. So thank you. Thank you to Rihanna for sending me that. Uh, that one got me, uh, it, it was a mixture of emotions, a good laugh combined with a, oh, that's also a, a, a sad story there, but uh, it was certainly a comment hero uh, nonetheless. So uh, I guess to give you guys a, an update, by the way, our dear friend Kofa, Kafa, however you pronounce it, he did send us an update. Now, for context, this was from a few weeks ago, and, you know, he, he sent me something a very lovely email, and we sent a response live on the, well, not live, but it was on on the air of the podcast, and uh, we crafted a beautiful response. But essentially, the original email said, Dear friend, I contacted you to receive the sum of $3,500,000. He says $100,000, but it's $3.5 million in parentheses, left in the bank by my late client who bear the, the same surname with you, Maybe he related to you. This is from the barrister, Kafa Malonwi, however you pronounce it. Now, I don't know whose last name is Classroom Brew, because that's the name associated with the email they sent this to. (laughs) If you want to send some more spam to me, I guess, classroombrew at gmail.com. And we sent a beautiful reply, basically trying to uh, have some fun with this idiot, because they think they can pull one by us. I even sent him my Venmo to be like, you can send me that if you want, because maybe I'll get lucky, you know? So, you know, there was no reply for a couple weeks there, and I was kind of thinking, oh, it's over. But then on Monday, I got a reply. I had to send the same response. I sent it twice, by the way. The, the one that we came up with on the air, I sent it twice. I didn't want to mess with it because it was so perfect. And we finally got a response. <laughs> I've been waiting to read this. I didn't, I've been waiting since Monday to read this. You're welcome. Holding off on that. It says, Dear friend Halpern, thank I don't even okay. Thanks thanks for your message received. The contents of your message are well understood. Where are they though? Because you didn't send me my three point five million dollars to I gave you my Venmo, asshole. My reason and decision for contacting you was prompted by the notification given to me by the bank to present I know this. You told me this in the email. <laughs> to present a family member of my deceased client engineer Mr. Aaron Halpern. By the way, I don't think this is anything confidentiality related because it's for sure all fake. Anyway, your stand to claim, your stand, not you stand, your stand to claim the inheritance fund is of no violation of the law because it's legally acceptable for one to make claims whereby his or her stand is defended legally? What are you saying? Are you just throwing out legal jargon? I teach literacy, motherfucker. Good luck. He says... After the accident, it what accident? What did he die from? Idiocy? After the accident, it becomes very difficult to trace any member of his immediate family because he changed all previous paperwork in my possession on his return from his country and made his new wife the next of kin. He had an old wife, apparently. This is a character he's introducing in the third paragraph of this email who was also involved in the car accident. I guess it was a car accident. Security company contacted me to look for his next of kin to claim his deposit with the, this is a long email, with the security company worth $3,500,000, but then in parentheses again, $3.5 million U.S. dollars he left in their custody. So I guess the security company has it, not him. I believe you are capable to handle this claim because the mandate issued to me by the bank 
to provide the family member of my late client is near and Jesus Christ, this is a run on. This is all a run on, by the way. And late, again, he puts in parentheses, engineer Mr. Aaron Halpern. If you're having a hard time following, so am I, and I'm reading. <laughs> Died without leaving, without living a will, living a will, not leaving, pronouncing who should inherit his contract balance. He's just putting a bunch of legal jargon. As a result of this vacuum, you are 100% in position to inherit the inheritance fund as the family member of my late client, Aaron Halpern. I know his name because I will likewise introduce your name to the bank officially as the next of kin to my late client. Next sentence. <laughs> Meanwhile, before I will be able to introduce your name officially to the bank, blah, 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 I want you to provide your information as noted below. He wants my name, my address, officer home, phone slash fax, scan a copy of identity card or international passport, your profession, and age. Shouldn't you know my age? After I confirm, I'll proceed, blah, 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 blah. I await your response. Sincerely yours, Barrister ja James. A new name? James Kofa. Kofa. And he put a phone number that doesn't look like it's any international or U.S. number. Whew. All right. Well, here we go. Drafting a response. My dear dead barrister. Remember last callback? You like that one? I am so elated. Of I'm going to do broken English, too. To hear of your response to my query. I don't know if that's pronounced or spelled right, but who cares? I cannot wait to be a millionaire, yet I am so distraught over the loss of my now known, as in he exists to me now, and I didn't know that before, family member. Whew, I have to cut that for time, right? Name, McLovin D's Spam. That's my name. You like that one? My address, let's go with 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. Please send to this address before January 20th, 2021. Did that sting a little bit? Ooh, for some of you, possibly. No, you're not listening if, you, if that is it. Phone slash fax number. Let's go 312-867-5309. Uh, Scan a copy of identity card. Oh, should I just get the McLovin? McLovin ID card, and then I just paste that in there. Let's see how fast I can Google image search. I can't wait for the response, guys. I'm gonna have to screenshot this to prove to you guys that I'm, I'm not fucking around. I'm actually, I'm actually doing this. All right, what was the fifth thing you wanted? My, probably my social or some shit? My profession, okay. Profession, professional badass motherfucker. I don't know, I can't think of something on the fly. Am I an improv person? No, absolutely not. Age. Oh, shit. Well, McLovin's uh, date of birth, June 3rd, 81. 81, what would that be? 30, 2020, 39. Woo! Teaching math now, huh? 39 years old. As you can see from my absolutely real ID that I scanned for you. My dear barrister, I await your reply. Regards to the podcast team. Classroom Brew Pod. I'm going to take, well, no, he knows the name of the email. Who cares? And I'll, we'll just put the classroom brew. Should I make up a name? No, it's McLovin. That's his name. McLovin Classroom Brew. Oh, McLovin D's, McLovin D's Spam Classroom Brew. Uh, Halpern was the name as well. And to show you that it's really sending. You hear that? That's the email going through. You're welcome. So there we are. 
I, I really, I don't have uh, much else. I was, I mean, that the email itself was, that's a treat in itself, the Barrister update. Uh, I do want to mention though, it's been, uh, it's been a tough week. I feel like a lot of the ownership of low attendance has been pushed off onto teachers, which is a little bit unfair. Uh, I've been sending out a lot of uh, mass emails with BCCing, uh, where I'm BCCing students on it to, to let them know, hey, you might want to start doing anything at all for school. Uh, but also doing some check-ins because uh, I've got quite a few students that they have a family member or they themselves or a friend uh, who has tested positive, which is interesting because a lot of districts right now are trying to open up the dist- or their schools. Now, it's interesting because New York, they opened up and now they're closing back down because the positivity rate through the roof. Uh, and our district in particular is basically trying to strong arm and they're moving the field goal post on us. So first they said 5%. It exceeded 5%. So then they said 8%. And they're like, well, we're already more than quadruple 8%. Now it's 15%. And we're still more than four times uh, the percentage of uh, positivity for uh, COVID. So that's fun. Uh, realistically, though, I'd, I'd be surprised if we're back anytime in uh, this school year. Like we're talking like into because our school year starts later. So we go to June. Uh, we're not going to be back. I, I would be surprised if we were even back by the fall of 2021 for that new school year uh, at the rate things are going. But we'll see. I would love to go back, truly. It'd be way easier. I'd feel way more effective. I just participated in a research study. And uh, one of the things was how, like I I talked about that. I don't feel effective, uh, as effective as I usually am. So that's been been disconcerting. It's been a little bit uh, uh, sad, to be honest with you. I don't feel like I'm connecting with, I don't know some of the kids I just found out I had a student with my first name and I just assumed it must be a male student, but I did a flip grid and it turns out it's, it's a female with my name, which I wasn't trying to do that. I just, you just, you think so quickly and you just see the names for a few moments and their cameras are off and the sound is off. I didn't even think anything of it. So I'm going to wind up showing up on the first day of uh, whenever we go back, let's say it happens at any point and I still have these kids and they're going to be like, oh, hey, Mr. F. And I'll be like, hey man. They'll be like, you've known me for a year and a half. I'd be like, I haven't seen your face or heard your voice. You don't unmute ever. You don't show your camera. So that's where we're at. Uh, a number of people have said that that's an issue for them as well with their, with their students, but we'll, we'll see. So yeah, again, I don't, I don't think we're going to be back. It's just something that has kind of been uh, disconcerting is that we, we aren't connecting with uh, the kids in the same way. But I've been sending some emails uh, to some kids and uh, they're responding pretty quickly, so that's good. I think they're starting to realize, oh, this is for real. Um, and then there's also those kids where I'm going to be having some long conversations. Uh, when this episode comes out, I will be from 12 to 6 p.m. Central San- Standard Time doing parent-teacher conferences from my dining room. I can't wait. I already, I, I don't mind report card pickup. I really don't. It's kind of cool. Um. But doing it from, maybe I'll, maybe I'll like it better, doing it from home. I think I had one conference last year during the spring semester. Uh, so we'll see how parent conferences go this year. And uh, I can't wait. I already know there's going to be some long conversations, um, which is a good thing I cover my ass by making the most diligent notes in my grade book uh, so that there's no questions asked. But we'll see. Hopefully uh, the kids know that we still have school on Friday. I did have one kid. <laughs> that uh, wasn't uh, signing in. And when I, I like directed them away from Netflix, they were like, what the fuck, man? And I was like, I mean, we've got, we've got school. And he was 
uh, he responded, he's like, oh, sorry, my bad. I didn't know we had school. And my initial thought was, did you mean in 2020 or did you mean today? Because it was, um, what do you call it? Veterans Day. And uh, since we got off for the election, we did not get off for Veterans Day. And I haven't seen the kid really, or he hasn't submitted any work, but I can see his screen. And I know when you're streaming because I have a filter that blocks it. Well, now I have a filter. I didn't have it at the time. And yes, we have school. So if you're also facing the same struggles, let me know. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This was um, a nice little uh, last minute. It's very updated. I will say that. Had I recorded this over the weekend, we wouldn't have had the barrister update. So that worked out. But thanks so much for listening. Rate and review whatever app you're listening in, especially if it's Apple Podcasts. I know we are in Amazon now, among others. Everyone's got a a podcast and every streaming service has it. I'm sure Disney Plus probably has Disney Plus podcasts or whatever, uh, where you're owned by the man because Disney owns everything. But uh, rate and review. Check out that Patreon if you would like to get a koozie or a shot glass or bonus content or just support the podcast. But thanks so much again. And until next week, class dismissed.